In this episode, we will be talking about New Kingdom Figures Studio Series is apparently going to hit that 86 itch, and we're going to discuss whether or not Brad can get statue news into the run sheet into the show <laughs> for the 40th time running. I'll give you a hint. The spoiler spoiler for that. The answer is no. However, we there is don't a mention of- statues. <laughs> No, we don't generally talk about statues, but there is a lot of uh, statue news hanging around this week. I'm reliably informed by Brad. All that and more is coming up on this week's episode of Australian Transformers Weekly. Thank you for joining us, everyone. Uh, I'm Jason. Joining me this week from left to right on the screen, we have Bradley coming to us from Perth, also in left from left to right if you look at the map of Australia. Um, Bradley, how are you doing over there? I'm doing quite well. Thank you, Jason. Uh, we also didn't mention our fourth uh, host for this week, Scorpionock. <laughs> I, was hoping, I was hoping not to mention him because, um, like, Scorpy just tends to take over the show when he gets a mention. So, like, yeah, that's I've got him on very good behavior there because Fort Max is right next to him. So, he's all right. <laughs> we can't wait a second, we can't quite see that on your video. So, I'll just put I'll give you a solo layout. There we go. There we go. There's Fortress Maximus keeping Scorpionock in check. And don't they look lovely together? And Double Deal is there for the lols. <laughs> there he is. Uh, now, since I can't really see it in the background, is that a G1 Scorpionock or is that a Titan Scorpion? No, no, this is a Titan one. Titan, yeah. Uh, is that a Titan Fort Max as well? No, no, this is G1 that, Fort Max. That's the G1, yeah, right. That's why I was wondering. Yeah. Very nice, very nice. Uh, moving slightly over to the right into the centre of Australia, we have Max coming to us from Adelaide. How are you doing, Max? Um, all right, yeah. How are you? I'm. I'm doing okay, so I'm doing all right. However, it, so we record the podcast on a Friday night. If you're listening later and not listening live, uh, it is it is currently the uh, I've put the wrong date in the uh, in the episode on YouTube. I've, I've realised because I should do better than to just read the date from the run sheet. <laughs> <laughs> it is the 25th of September, the day that a massive cold snap has hit Sydney. Um, I went out at lunchtime today and it was nice and warm, but it was snowing in the Blue Mountains and in Ballarat in uh, in Victoria. And the cold is here now. It is, it's like we're almost a third of the way through spring and Sydney is currently like some, some very low number of uh, degrees. And apparently it's going to get down to feeling like about two degrees tonight or something. It's, it's, um, it's unpleasant is what it is. It's uh, it's it's the word I'm the word I'm looking for. But uh, other than that, like the weather has been lovely in Sydney this week. Um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's been it's been nice to sort of it's been nice to get out, go for a bit of a walk, get on the bike, go for a ride. Uh, and now we're back to now I'm back to wearing a hoodie. At night, so. <laughs> <laughs> it's un, it's unfortunate. Um, Perth yeah. feels like it's in the middle of a heat wave at the moment. We reached twenty degrees. We had 29 the other day. Like, what do you... <laughs> yeah, we should, we should it feels warm compared to how it's been. Oh, fair and enough. I, I, so I always assume that Perth is hot. 
Yeah, I thought Perth yeah. was supposed to be warmer than the rest of the country. It's like the third windiest city on the planet. Yeah, so it's usually they're actually, cool. they're actually, they're actually mostly just angry. Yeah. <laughs> um, no one can drive in Perth, so we're always angry at each other. Yeah. Mm. I mean, it makes a change from just being angry at all the other drivers on the road in Sydney. But yeah, I say, Ooh, yeah. I say, I say this as a cyclist, but yes. <laughs> Yeah, because being a cyclist gives you a right to comment on traffic. No, 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 it doesn't. It doesn't in any way. Cyclists are idiots. Motorists are idiots. Taxis, because they don't count as motorists, are idiots. So are pedestrians. If you assume that everyone is an idiot, you will be fine. And very lonely. But <laughs> well, that was not, that was nothing to do with relationship advice. But you know, <laughs> sure, go for it. <laughs> Um, so look, it's been a it's been a it's been a busy few weeks in uh, in Transformers news. Um, the number of leaks that we've had has sort of sort of died down. There's a there's sort of a regular time time of every week now that we get a leak of something that's coming up, and uh, nothing disappointed this week. It did happen, but it is the week of Hasbro PulseCon. So there's a few official reveals happening this weekend. It's sort of the, the leaks are sort of taking a bit of a backseat to the official reveals. I did notice that uh, Hasbro officially officially revealed something on Thursday, which is the traditional leak day of the last three months. Um, that's probably no coincidence on their part, but uh, we will be we will be talking about some of those leaks uh, in an upcoming uh, in an upcoming news story or two. We're going to move swiftly on. And get to the news. Straight into news. Hasbro news. That will take us into some news. What news comes from by yonder? Shall we? Shall we get started? We, we're going to visit some masterpiece news. It's been a little while since we've had. I was just thinking with all these leaks that are coming up, when uh, Hasbro PulseCon actually does happen, I'll be like, "Here, the new reveal." Actually, you already know everything. Thanks well, for they've, coming. Done See you next they've done that before. Uh, I was yeah. going to say it's been a while since we've had a new masterpiece figure, but then I just realised I just got this this week. But yeah, name dropper. <laughs> uh, but let's uh, let's let's go to the let's go to the screen share and have a look at what's uh, have a look at what's coming to the masterpiece line. So uh, we do have some pictures of MP50 Tiger Track. Um, he's he's a he's a big boy. He's a bit of a chunky boy. Tiger Track. Um, Hey, Tigertron. Tigertron. What, what yeah, did I you say? Said, you said Tiger Track. Yeah, there's so many tigers, you know. Um, Tiger. Tigertron is tracking well to release next uh, no, tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> so, anyway, this figure should be released tomorrow, along with uh, Super Megatron as well. Actually, so that should be. That should be getting ready to ship uh, at various various vendors around the world in the next couple of weeks. We got this in-hand image uh, posted to TFW 2005 a couple of days ago um, showing he, uh, Tigertron does have a very lovely turquoise and white colour scheme. There's some lovely metallic paint on him there. Um, and just sort of basically to just go, yes, that's, that's, that's correct. The official Transformers PR account decided to send out some images uh, today as well, just sort of a few hours ago. So, um, while, where where we did have an in-hand image, we now have some official photos as well. Um, so yeah, his you can see his 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 alt mode has um, 
I mean, his alt mode is sort of what we expect with sort of the, the, the white tiger. And we know that the figure... The figure seems very similar to um, the smaller Cheetor version. There is a um, there is a couple of there's a couple of nice comparison photos here. He's Ooh. he seems like he's uh, a, you know quite a bit quite a bit larger. We know from previous looks at, uh, at Tigertron that uh, while it seems like it's just an upscale, there is quite a lot of extra engineering in that figure. So um, mm. he's a he's a big boy. He's not as big as Dinobot. Um, but uh, yeah, so these these guys should look these guys should look really nice. An uh, oversized KO repaint. <laughs> uh, not quite. No, not quite. Because it, yeah, it isn't. It isn't just. It isn't just a, a just an upscale. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I, look, I'm I'm pretty happy. It, notably, like it's the fiftieth masterpiece release. Like that's kind of a milestone for the series. Even though there's been even though there's been pluses and various suffixes along the way, it's far from the fiftieth actual release yeah. in the line uh but yeah. it is mp50 he does he does carry the official 50 designation um and uh yeah we should start seeing him soon do, do either of you guys have him on order no i just don't see um don't see much appeal in it. he's kind of not all that important <laughs> it's just just, just not yeah. into beast wars no basically yeah i'm yeah, into it's, beast. Worth saying it's beast wars and i don't really care yeah I mean, I mean, the Beast Wars, but I'm not into Masterpiece. And yeah, like Max said, this figure does look amazing. Like, I legit thought it was just a repaint of Cheetah until we saw that um, scale shot. And yeah, yeah it's great. So I think um, I think one of the big differences between this and uh, Cheetah, I think, is that uh, this has a real face on the chest, whereas I think Cheetah had a fake one. Yeah, I think yeah, I think they had to cheat the face on Cheetor's <laughs> uh, robot mode. You've amused yourself, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Be doing um, this all yeah, yeah no, this is, I think this is, this I mean, the impressive thing about it is that it could have just been uh, generic upscale, but it does really seem like they've actually gotten the full mile and made yeah. it unique where they can. Yeah. Before we uh, before we move on from the story, we will translate to Karatomi's uh, Twitter that says, released on the on 9-26, which is the 26th of September. As we're recording this, it's in a mere number of hours. MP50 Tigertron that was active in Beast Wars is faithfully reproduced in the CG animation setting, completely transformed from white Siberian tiger to a robot. Click here to mm. purchase. Wow. <laughs> That's uh have you already clicked there, Jason? I have not, but I'm also I've also learned my lesson not to not to click links live while screen sharing. So, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not I am not gonna do that. Uh, although I'm fairly sure it would just go to Takaratomi more. Yeah, well you hope, but yeah, don't want to find out the hard way. Or <laughs> given that it's given that it's Tigertron, Takaratomi Mall M A U L. God, and people oh, think coronavirus is bad. This podcast is going to kill more people. Am I? Am I? I mean, you know, I'm I'm worse than the common flu. Apparently, let's let's keep going. So, uh, Tiger Tigertron is on his on his way out to retailers. I assume he's probably probably shipped and getting ready to getting ready to drop. I have mine on order from uh, Oh My Primus. 
in Singapore. Uh, I've been ordering quite a lot of things from there lately. And uh, in fact, uh, Super Megatron is also due for release tomorrow. So uh, should be getting both of those from uh, from Omar Prime. Looking forward should to be getting shipping notifications soon. Yes, that, I mean, that's the thing that I've been living for the last few weeks is shipping <laughs> notifications for things that I've ordered. <laughs> yeah, because I legit forgot that I ordered Super Megatron. I think after we first talked about him on the podcast several months ago, I pre-ordered him. I think I did it through my Primus as well. And uh, yeah, you just reminded me Super Megatron's potentially on its way. Like, I've just reminded you that you need to set a, set a, a Gmail alert on shipping notification. <laughs> Um, well, so, so I legit do have to be a little bit careful because when I pre-ordered these, uh, we weren't we weren't in lockdown, so I, I need to make sure that they actually ship to my home address instead of the office. Uh, have they, has the lockdown changed your um, parcel delivery? Has it? Well, yes, because uh, so I don't go to the office anymore. I've I've uh, this has actually been an an interesting thing in adjusting to working from home life. Um, I I don't leave the house some days, partly because I don't really want to get COVID, but also partly because I know that there's a courier coming to deliver something someday. And um, while most of the time the couriers seem to seem to time it so that they arrive while I'm in the shower at seven thirty in the morning, <laughs> uh, occasionally they're a little bit late. And um, one of my one of my shipments from the US uh, turned up via DHL courier, and DHL apparently doesn't just like deliver everything in the morning. So they turned up at about four o'clock in the afternoon. The, uh, the, the most amusing part of this is that uh, most of the time during the day, I have my cat sitting on the desk with me here as sort of my ultimate work from home accessory. And as soon as the buzzer goes off on the door, he is just out. So I'm, having, <laughs> I'm having none of whatever's about to turn up. Um, that's, he just goes and hides under my bed. So oh. I, feel like I, I feel like the ultimate uh, takeaway from that is that I need to change my door chime. <laughs> so, uh, taking my cat, uh, stop scaring my cat. But yeah, no, there are some days that I just don't, I don't leave, um, I don't leave home because I know that something is coming. Um, mm. So yeah, like it used to be that I didn't really care because uh, I'd get things delivered to the mailroom at the office, and like I would know what day things were arriving and stuff. But um, I didn't have to worry about you know not leaving my desk or anything like that because the mailroom would collect it. But what ends up happening here sometimes is that. Uh, uh, you know, if I know that something is arriving on a particular day, at least, then uh, I know to expect it, and I know to check the foyer occasionally if I um, if I haven't received anything yet, because sometimes the deliveries just get dropped in the foyer with no notification. Oh, that that is the one of the big differences between um, working from home and working from the office. Mm. So yeah, so that. stuff get delivered to the office, then you have to go get it. Is that what you're saying, or? It doesn't Stuff get has been delivered to the office, and I lean on—I lean on a friend who goes into the office occasionally to pick it up and bring it to me. Oh, okay, well, as, as long as you're still getting your stuff, I guess. Oh yeah, yeah, and no, I'm still getting my stuff, but yeah, no, I've, I've, um, I think only a couple of things has, have turned up to the office in that time. So yeah. yeah, I do have a set of pins that's awaiting delivery at the moment that went to the office because. They were posted well before the pandemic started, and they sat on the they sat on the tarmac in Mexico waiting for a flight. Oh, so that's a but yeah. Anywho, let's uh, let's get back to talking about some transformers, shall we? Yeah, all right. All right. Um, there's so 
we know that the next instalment of things after Earthrise is Kingdom. We've been waiting faithfully for actual reveals of Kingdom toys uh, where previously right. we didn't we just had links. Yes, yeah, we wait, we've been waiting for Kingdom to come for a while. And uh, this week we finally got uh, we finally got some official photographs of, uh, of Kingdom photos. Uh, Hasbro is running its PulseCon convention this weekend uh, and they are officially revealing some uh, some figures but they let some things slip early on IGN on Thursday morning our time including a including a look at a frankly frankly fantastic looking um, beast beast wars Megatron or uh, whatever whatever his actual designation is a, a, a dino mode Megatron from beast wars and uh, he is said to be leader class. He might be the first time that we've actually, in, in this whole War for Cybertron line, gotten the leader class figure that is legitimately just a big figure instead of a small one with armor. Um, however, the, the possibility does exist <laughs> that it's a smaller bot with armor as well because if you look at his uh, if you look at his arms and legs, it looks like he's got bits clipped on. Yeah. So we'll, see. <laughs> we'll see how that goes. We'll see how it goes. Um, but, yeah, no, be, there's um, Beast Megatron. There's uh, Cheetor. There's Cyclonus looking very unbeast-like. We'll, we'll, we'll get to talking about that shortly. And there's uh, Rat Trap as well. So it's it's a big four-up reveal uh, this week of new figures. Now, where should where should we start with them? We already I feel like we already talked about Rat Trap and Cheetor uh, yep. last episode because we had the leaked versions of them that came out. Um, how, well, before, like before we move on to other figures, how do you guys feel about these figures? Um, Max, you already said you're not that into Beast Wars. Are you oh, yeah, interested well, in I, Beast Wars as it comes into Kingdom? Uh, no, not really. Look, it's not. I can joke about it, but it's just not really my thing. So I can no, rag it as much as I want. But that being said, if I'm looking at these just sort of in the perspective of a collector, um, and you know, trying to make a judgment of them as figures, I think. The three Beast Wars figures all look excellent. Uh, that Megatron and Ratrap, especially, are really impressed by so far. Ratrap is a small figure. He's a core class, um, which is, as we've sort of said a few times, he's the new Legends. But uh, he's got quite a lot of articulation. Um, look, looks like a really nice face sculpt, sort of really, really emoting uh, there as well. And uh, yeah, quite a lot of quite a lot of posability. Um, We'll sort of take a look at some of his uh, some of his shots a little bit more up close here. Now, just the two of them. Um, so we looked at the we looked at the rat mode a couple of weeks ago and just sort of said, oh, it looks a bit panelly, like sort of like all the masterpiece Beast Wars figures do. It still looks it still looks panelly, but I guess it almost looks sort of forgivable in a way. Uh, do, do, do you guys see what I'm getting at there? Yeah, and I feel like with Beast Wars, you sort of have to forgive it sometimes because while, while, you know, obviously sometimes they can make it work as dedicated chunks, inevitably Beast figures are going to have more panel forming than other lines. It's just, it, it's an inherent trait of the line. Um, so when they can do it well, as they look to be doing here, it just, you know, I, I can't really leverage any complaints there. Hmm. Bradley. Mm. Right. <laughs> um, he looks all right. Um, I have a feeling I'm going to be replacing many of my Beast Wars toys because these ones look to be like in a fairly good scale and 
um, accuracy to uh, you know the TV show and such. Mm-hmm. Good I guess scale. the figures. I guess it sort of depends which figures actually get released. But uh, from what we've heard, rumor wise, like they are covering most of the core cast of the uh, of the show, aren't they? Yeah, I think so. And that Megatron looks really good. I have to see because I've got the. Um, I think they did a. 2006 box set of Megatron and Optimus Primal in Japan, and I've got that one as my Beast Wars Megatron. Uh, but this one looks um, sleeker and meaner. <laughs> yeah, and that's he Cyclonus does. Um, just drop dead sexy. <laughs> right, we'll talk about Cyclonus in a minute. Um, so yeah. there's so there's the uh, the sort of the full Beast mode, the the T Rex uh, mode of uh, Megatron there. Now, yeah, it, it does look really good. There's there's a few there's a few things that stand out to me like there's a few gaps where you know sort of um, not so much that panels meet but sort of where joints move so you can sort of see on his left knee there's a you know really big gap because of the way that they've posed him but that's not really that's not really a, a problem I, I feel okay. um, I'm not I'm also like Max I'm also not really into the into the beast figures but I could see myself buying some of these maybe maybe not at full price maybe on a bit of bit of a sale or something you know maya does their 20 percent off all the time so you know maybe at one of those sales one good um, thing uh, is... just out of curiosity sorry hmm? i didn't hear anything that you said <laughs> brad you go sorry uh, i was just saying one selling thing one selling point this uh megatron has over other beast horse megatrons is this one doesn't have a water gun in his head so you can actually get a growling pose like that. I, there's a water gun? There's a water gun in Beast Wars Megatron's head. I can get him, but um, yeah, he's got... So his mouth is closed, and he has like a reservoir that you can fill up with water. And then when you push the top of his head, he growls and squirts out water. I did not so, know. This was a beautiful time. I mean, I mean, like, I mean, when I'm angry... This, I is, this is the one I got well. from 2006. So this one still keeps the... Uh, Water pistol feature, but yeah, this one looks um, just amazing. So, uh, so I think this is the only robot mode photo that we have of, of Megatron, but uh, he is a he is an impressive looking figure. Mm. Uh, it, so it looks to me like the tail is clipped onto his left arm, uh, and the the head sort of seems to be probably sort of like detached and clipped onto his right arm as a bit of a bit of a glove. Um, so maybe we are looking at some sort of, uh, you know, almost a shell, maybe some kind of a shell former for the main body and a few, few parts detaching and, uh, and forming up. That's fine. I don't, I don't mind it. Well, in the um, TV show, he's portrayed as you sometimes see him. He has his left arm exposed. He doesn't have the tail on. And that's mm. only been mimicked once in toy. And it wasn't really a hand. It was more of a hook. So if mm-hmm. this um actually has hands and they actually clip on, that'll be that'll be pretty sweet. I don't know. It might be a hook. Who knows? We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, we can't quite tell from the the detail in this shot, but um, I'm sure now that uh, now that the figure's been revealed, we'll start seeing uh, leagues that pop up all over the place. Let's uh, let's go back a little bit and talk about Cyclonus. Oh yeah, now, this, is, this is real interesting in terms of just placement in the lines, because as we'll talk about later, there's this whole Studio Series 86 thing that's apparently happening, which we haven't seen in the official reveals off yet. Mm. Um, but we're also seeing a very 1986 movie Cyclonus here in the Kingdom line. So, uh, we what are, I, aren't we? 
entirely guessing is going on at this point because I've also heard that there's you know going to be uh, other regular like modern movie figures in the studio series and other 86 movie figures in Kingdom. So the mm. way I'm seeing it is maybe they want to have Kingdom as a predominantly Beast Wars line and they want to keep studio series as predominantly a modern movie line, but they still want to have that G1 influence there. So it, it seems to me like they're going to have this sort of studio series 86 stuff as the crossing between the two lines almost. So it's maintaining that um, G1 influence in both spaces while having these lines be dominated by other pieces of a franchise. I have a slightly different take on this, right? right. So um, next year is the 35th anniversary of Transformers, the movie. And so they do want to get, they do want to get updates to some of those characters out there, but they also want to do their Beast Wars uh, influence because it's also an anniversary for Beast Wars. Now, we know that sort of the plot line for Kingdom involves uh, the characters that we've been following from Cybertron to Earth. Because remember, it's still War for Cybertron. Yeah. Uh, the characters that we've been following for the first two uh, parts of this trilogy coming to Earth and then having some kind of a time travel thing so that the characters all meet up. So as we're sort of getting towards the tail end of the line, sure, they'll bring in Cyclonus, they'll bring in Scourge, they'll bring in other characters. And so I think I think it's fine that for them to bring in sort of the later the later G1 characters into this version of the line. We'd heard mm. there's a Rodimus coming. We've also heard that there's a bigger Rodimus coming. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that. I don't know. I say Rodimus, I mean Hot Rod, but whatever. Um, I'm just going to come out and say it. My theory is that there is no Studio Series 86 line and all of these figures that we're seeing are actually coming to Kingdom because this Cyclonus sat around for ages remember this leak yeah. at the same time as maverick leaked and we there didn't really know what it was, we knew it was cyclonus. yeah yeah we, we knew it was the cyclonus and that, that was one of the big things that fueled the rumors of 86 bots going to studio series but it turns out it's not part of studio series yeah well do, do you, you, you remember back then i was saying what you were saying now i said i don't reckon there is a studio series 86 i think this is some sort of mix-up yeah right and the reason I've changed my tune now is, isn't because of anything in particular. It's just because people haven't stopped saying Studio Series 86. Let me keep bringing it up. Yeah, so, I don't know. You're I don't right. Know. There isn't any. So I'm basing my opinion off the fact that people just keep on using that. But mm. you're right in that there isn't actually any concrete information about Studio Series 86 at all. It hasn't been mentioned in any sort of official capacity. Yeah, it has. So it hasn't been mentioned in any official capacity. If there was a studio series line based around characters from the movie, this would be in it. There's, yes, like this would be in it. The Quintessons would be in it. They are not. They're in War for Cybertron. The Quintesson Pit of Judgment, as a, as as I've said, because of, <laughs> at the moment, besides all the Americans who purchased it from Hasbro Pulse last night, uh, at the moment, I'm one of the I'm going to say few, but you know, one of the people on the planet with this pit of judgment set, there is no, there is no studio series 86 branding on it, but there is a transformers, the movie logo, and it's next to the war for Cybertron logo. So hmm. I see them doing a, I see that I see what they're doing as sort of a bit of a subline or an, or an adjunct to war for Cybertron, just celebrating the movie characters as sort of a, a bit of a sideline. 
I don't think I it think, needs to be Studio Series. I think Studio Series 86 came out as sort of like a meme or a troll to fandom because if you're going to do an 86 like remembrance line, you wouldn't really do it in Studio Series because that's dedicated to the live action movies, isn't it? Well, it's dedicated to big screen action. Right, mm. so like it doesn't necessarily preclude it from including the '86 movie, but it hasn't up until now, and yeah. I don't really see a massive reason for them. So, like I said, if if there was going to be an '86 line for Studio Series, this would be in it. Quintessons would be in it. They're not. Yep, and uh, I am super excited for this Cyclonus. The longer I look at this pick that's up, the, the more I'm like, where the hell are the pre-orders? <laughs> well, the pre-orders are going live this weekend. For, oh, so there, let's yeah. let's let's look at his robot mode. As, as far as we've we've got a picture of his robot mode. So um, I'm seeing. I'm actually. So there's a couple of interesting things about this. I'm seeing giant, giant legs. Um, he's almost got the same thing that Ectotron had happening with his with his lower legs. Right there's a there's sort of the the knee joint is right at the back of part of it. So like, that's. Hey, sorry, they look like they may be double jointed, so you could finagle yeah, around it, maybe. Maybe um, to um, me, I've got nothing to substantiate this solidly, but the way the panel on the back seems to open up and that double joint there makes me think it could have the uh Combiner Wars aerial bot leg transformation that they reused a fair few times. Well, Earthrise um seekers they have the similar thing. Well, hang on. Yeah. I've got one here. Oh, <laughs> uh, not really, but it's a similar thing. Like the legs open up. It looks like the similar transformation. Legs open up. You extend it. You close them, and that just looks. I mean, it could. All, I don't think it'll be mistransformed, would it? I don't know. I don't know. It's unknown whether or not um, IGN or Hasbro made these photos. I suspect that Hasbro did, but um, yeah. yeah, I don't know. You know, I'm, I'm sort of. I don't think. I don't think we're looking at a retool of a of a seeker, but no. um, he he looks fantastic. Like if if you're a fan of Cyclonus, like you're you're going to be in for this character. It doesn't. It, like it, it it doesn't really matter. Nothing else matters. He's a Voyager <laughs> okay. class figure. Um, look, it looks yeah. fantastic. And again, if if Studio Series eighty six existed, this would be in it. Uh, I had the um, deluxe Cyclonus from Classics like a decade ago, oh, and I've that, got about ten of them. Yeah, that looks like you know that's really screen accurate, but not really to scale with some of the other figures. And I've got Combiner War Cyclonus as my current Cyclonus, and he's to scale, but he looks derpy and silver bolty because he is just a repaint and remold. But this. I want this. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to this. He looks like he could be the perfect size and screen accuracy to kiss up to Galvatron. Yes, we, we haven't seen yet, but we'll we'll see how he um how he manifests in the Kingdom line as well. Mm. So uh, yeah, so we've got we've got a really really nice looking Cyclonus. Um, he he looks fantastic. What, wonder, so what, what, what his story would be like the brooding loner that he was for that one shot in Transformers Animated, or if he'll be a herald of Unicron since Unicron's coming out next year, or yeah, it's hard, it's hard to say whether or not they'll actually sort of try to try to tie the line into the fact that Unicron is there. It's worth remembering Unicron also <laughs> Unicron also has a War for Cybertron branding. 
Yes, he, he does. And people have, people have been calling him Siege Unicron, but he's not. He's War for Cybertron Unicron. And uh, again, if there was a Studio Series 86 Unicron, <laughs> he would be in it. Probably have that that moniker, but he yeah. doesn't. So, like, yeah, that, that's look that that's my position on things. And then tomorrow, Hasbro will probably take the stage at PulseCon and just go, "We're doing 86 in Studio Series." Like, Whatever. I guess they, um, they do 80, if Studio they do 80, Unicron. If, if they do 86 studio, if they do 86 studio series, it'd be like the fourth reissue of Earthrise Optimus Prime. Because <laughs> he's pretty much in yeah, 86. Yeah. Well, well, they already released. <laughs> they, <laughs> they already released Optimus from the movie. He's the dead one that they they released that again did not carry a studio series 86. <laughs> But did carry a war for Cybertron branding, um, and yeah, yeah, it's, it, it is. Look, uh, it's it's amusing to me to play with this, but yeah. Um, ultimately, I don't really like. I don't really care what they do. I just don't. I just don't think they're going to do what everyone has assumed that they're going to do. Um, so look, there's there, that's we've spent quite a lot of time sort of drooling over salivating, and, yeah, over yeah. Megatron, and, uh, Megatron and Cyclonus. Any other any other thoughts on the on the figures that we've seen here? We've sort of we've sort of breathed past Cheetor, but they haven't they haven't really given us a lot on Cheetor. Um, yeah. and, I, and I think you know we've seen we've seen him already. Um, a lot of the a lot of these look like sort of mini uh, mini masterpieces in a way, don't they? Yeah, I probably will be end up buying all four of them. Uh, how about you guys? I know you're a bit. I know Jason doesn't know that Beast Wars exists. How about hey. Max? Um, I've, got, I've, got, I've got Beast Wars figures. I've got Beast Wars only because they're masterpiece. I can't have a missing number in my collection. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> oh my god! But I've but at least taken them out of the box and put them on the shelves. Um, I, I don't. I don't know. I'm definitely going to get Cyclonus. Yep. I try not to buy a lot of the regular retail lines. Like I tend to. I tend to sort of save my collecting effort for the exclusives and the gen selects lines so i don't know cyclonus i think i'll make an make an exception for i'm not sure about the others yeah i've been i'm in the same boat i've been exclusively sticking to gen selects for most of um the wolf of line and feel i feel pretty comfortable with that it's just been been able to really nicely sample each and like the different lines about having to you know pull together an entire collection of beast wars stuff so Mm. i'll probably wind up getting a couple of exclusives from this. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Do you reckon they'll do a repaint of Cyclonus into Ferrak? Uh look, it's possible that might that might end up in Gen Selects. Um I feel like they've I feel like they've avoided doing too many voyages in that line though. This year has been a lot of it's been a lot of deluxes in the in the Gen Selects line. There's uh there's G2 Megatron and Sandstorm and I think that's the only I feel like was Snap Trap this late year or is he last year? Uh, but he's not Gen Selects. He's just he's just um, nice. No, isn't he Generation Selects? Which one? Snapchat. The Seacons. Oh, the Seacons. Generation Select. Yeah, so they are. Sorry, the Seacons don't count because they're Takara's Gen Select line. Ah, my bad. Um, similar to the the other one that we'll be talking about. In fact, I think in a few seconds' time, shall we go to that? Yes, that's a nice segue. <laughs> it is if it works and there's no other story between them. But let's find out. 
Hey, it's all worked out. Yeah. So uh, we we saw uh, we saw a few new things. Uh, Takara Tomi seems to want to do combiners as their own Gen Selects releases now, and so they've announced that they are re-releasing Volcanicus, uh, the the combined form of the Dinobots that was so well received in Power of the Primes. <laughs> And they're re-releasing it because it was so well received with accessories and new feet and things and animation correct color schemes for each of the Dinobots involved involved in the uh, in the combiner. So, um, what do you what do you guys think of a, a new version of Volcanicus coming to? Just, didn't we speak about this last time? Uh, I think we had a leak of it, but I don't think we had the official reveal. There was a, there was some thought that it was going to be a, sort of an an alternate. An alternate uh, Dinobot or Dino combiner, but uh, we did not expect it to be G one G one Dinobots, I believe. I'm pretty sure we um, spoke about this last time, like the G one yeah. coloring and such. Fair enough. Well, in that case, yeah, then the news is that it's available from uh, EA Games for four hundred ninety nine dollars. Well, there you go. <laughs> well, let, let's let let that let let that price land for a minute. <laughs> it still looks. Like it. <laughs> it's just it's circling. It's circling above my head, and it's oh gosh, okay, it's oh dear, that's yeah. landed with a bit of a disaster. Um, to say that the price tag of this has been poorly received by the community is an understatement. Look, maybe, um, maybe if it was like a better combiner, people would. Take yeah, that. Like, I mean, so four hundred ninety-nine dollars is third-party combiner territory, uh, and it's to, not to that for. A, First party combiner that we've already yeah, had and is not actually improved from its initial release. Hasbro is eradicating third party, so they can cha charge their prices now. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe for a different first party combiner. <laughs> just yeah, yeah, maybe maybe just not for Volcanicus. <laughs> not for this one. <laughs> I mean, if, I, I feel I feel like the Seacons were that well received that like if they if they released the Seacons at that price, people would be like, "Pay that price." Fine, here you go. <laughs> people would suck it up and buy the Seacons for five hundred dollars. I I don't, I can't actually fathom anyone buying this. Like mm. this, this is one of those situations where like, you can say, "Oh, something's overpriced." People still people still buy them. I don't know who's going to buy this thing. <laughs> so the so the interesting thing about this is that to go back to the to go back to the Studio Series eighty six rumors, mm -hmm. um, there are also rumors of new Dinobots coming in Studio Series eighty six. Now, whether they actually take the form, that I'm, I believe I, I believe I said that maybe this will take the form of um, other Dinobots painted into G one color schemes. <laughs> Mm. Uh, which I, but at the time I was thinking it would be the Bayverse ones, like the like the box that box set that they did a few a few years ago, yeah. uh, with the Bayverse Dinobots painted up in their G one color schemes. But now I'm also wondering if it'll just be Volcanicus. Um, <laughs> but so we're, so the part that has everyone confused about this is that there's rumors of new Dinobots. We're yet to see any of the new Dinobots leak. And for there to be new Dinobots in the same year that Takara is going to release the old Dinobots again seems kind of weird. Seems a bit, seems a bit odd, and makes me wonder if maybe the new Dinobots are not happening. 
Yeah, these could be the new Dinobots, just new Dinobots with new colors. It's it's got a new hat. <laughs> Meet the new Dinos, same as the old Dinos. Yeah. Uh, um, I don't know. Yeah. So I, I feel like there's not really a lot of love for the Dinobots from Power of the Primes. Um, people, people, find, people found them hard to acquire. So I think people will appreciate being able to get them in one box if they haven't already. But I also feel like that ship has sailed because a lot of the people, a lot of people who got frustrated with not being able to complete their Dinobot set, they turned to the KO market. And so they, you know, they'll, they'll have three legit dinos and, you know, and a, and a KO or two sitting in their collection. And they'll openly blame Hasbro for it because the distribution of these things sucked. Mm. So, so look, there, there does exist the possibility that this is a last gasp. Um, it has also been pointed out that when a character is about to be superseded by a new mold, Takara Tomy tends to release a new version <laughs> or it tends to re-release it. It's like, wait, let us milk that mold one more time. Just imagine like an article like beginning of next year with someone from Takara Tomy wiping a tear off their eyes saying, Takara Tomy uh, shocked at shares drop over Volcanicus pack not selling. <laughs> well, uh, it is it is it is an interesting question because apparently the apparently the power of the primes Dinobots were not that well received in Japan. Um, Japan tends to like its G one Dinobots and it likes them not to combine. So this is an this is an odd choice for them. I mean, it's a good way to advertise them, <laughs> advertise them in one shot, but at the same time, maybe do it with their not combined form. Hmm. <laughs> Maybe, Max. Got any thoughts, feelings, feel opinions on Volcanicus? Kind of bewildered. Is that is that the feeling? Um, I, th I think it's more I a state of mind. It. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I don't get it, and I don't get this one. It's just mm. it's, uh, well, you don't get it, and you won't, and you won't get it. Yeah, well, I won't get it. It's a stupid decision, really. I. Yeah. So since we were talking a lot about the price for it, I think it's fair to point out that uh, while the five hundred dollar price point is eye watering, um, if you uh, if you actually want this, you would be stupid not to get it from um, a retailer like Oh My Primus. Uh, yeah. It is two hundred and thirty. I think it's two hundred and ten dollars. There, that's less than half the price of what EB is charging, and they'll ship it to you for about twenty dollars. So are they sponsoring us? <laughs> no, they're not. But they're, they're not. But I'm, I might send them they're this episode. To. Yeah, I might, I might send them yeah. this episode and see if they'd like to. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it just turns out they're a good place to buy things from. Um, the yeah, if you if like, don't pay don't pay that that price. If you want to buy it in Australia as well, like some pe people do get people do get nervous ordering things online from overseas retailers. So if you want to buy it in Australia. Uh, you would still be stupid to go to eBay and Zing because Robo Toys has this up for three hundred and fifty. And so, if you don't want to send your money overseas, and you know you're not sure about shipping things into the country, you don't have to worry about that. Um, Robo Toys will take care of it for you as well. And I will send this episode to Robo Toys too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've bought from, I've bought from Robo Toys before. They're um, they're amazing. I have too. They've they've supplied lots of my lots of my figures. Um, so uh, yeah. Also, uh, Joel. Call me. Um, yeah. <laughs> so uh, look, we have we have a quite a puzzle when it comes to the, the, the pricing of these things. It's not the first time that EB has 
sort of hiked up the price on Takara Transformers. But they seem to give us good price on Hasbro Gen Select. So uh, the the deluxe class figures in the Gen Select line, they're coming in at $40. That's a really good price for them. And But it's the, the ones that come from Takara. So the later Seacons, when they were coming out as individual releases, the later Seacons, they were quite expensive um, in comparison you know, to the... 70 or 80 bucks each, weren't they? That's right, yeah. And yeah. so like that's the that's the price hike that we're seeing there. And it does it seems to me that it seems to me that EB just doesn't get good prices on things from Takara but does from Hasbro. Whether they're getting yeah. them from Takara or if they're going through a different distributor or what. Um, yeah, it's a it's it's a it's a bit of a mystery. But yeah, this is Seacon's level pricing and then some. Because it's sort of like you know, EB is the only like brick and mortar retailer in Australia that's selling them, yet they're still getting like extortionary prices for them. So it's like they're trying to encourage people to buy online, not from EB Games with these prices. Maybe. I, th I think you'll find that Hasbro would be perfectly happy if people do buy them from EB. But um, yeah. I yeah. think it's also they're probably just trying to corner the dumb, wealthy collector market that's going to walk in maybe games and see, you know, th these characters that they recognize and drop $500 on it. True. There could Maybe. be, you know, people that know Transformers but aren't actually, like, collectors or fans of it themselves. They go into eBay, see these, you know, G1 80s lookalike toys and think, oh, my God, I didn't know Transformers was still a thing. Put down 500 <laughs> bucks. You know, you know what I will say in EB's, in EB's uh, not even defense, but what I will say for EB, though, uh, I went to EB to um, pick up this guy, spoiler acquisitions, um, for uh, this afternoon or this, this week. And the staff, it was really nice to be able to walk into the store, pick up what I wanted. And not only that, the staff were actually genuinely interested in what I'd ordered. They, they, they picked it up. They they brought it out and the and the 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 girl who served me was just like oh we saw this come in and we thought we don't see many transformers come into this store and so we were wondering what it was and they said well you can open it up if you want because like I'll just get it home and open it so there's no no big difference and so they so so she did she got got the knife and opened it up and opened it up and and the other the the other guy behind the counter walked over and they both had a bit of a look at it and like it was actually it was actually just really nice to speak to someone who you know is a little bit little bit removed from uh the transformers fandom you know not people that i talk to all the time instead um and just say you know hey you know like he's you know he's got a, a very sort of you know 90s fluoro color design he's a repaint of an existing figure but you know and it, it's pretty cool they've looked at oh yeah yeah that's yeah that looks really nice they're like yeah what are you going to display them on so show showed him a photo of the, the shelves and everything as well so yeah right. um it, it was it was it was a nice experience to be able to go into the store and um, pick up my pre-order. So yeah, I, I look always, forward to doing it more often. It's always nice to talk about your collection with people that aren't actual, well, you know, they, they're not familiar with Transformers. Like people have been asking me about this guy on Twitch. They're like, who the hell is Skolpadok? It's like, I sent them, I put up the link to his wiki article and people were reading it and they're like, oh, wow, I didn't know Transformers had comic books. And I was like, yeah, they got, you know, like a majority of their characters uh, known for their comic book portrayals, and we just had a whole, you know, conversation about that. It's just always nice to, you know, yeah, talk yeah, about it is, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I on the on the uh, on the 
non-collectors sort of uh, seeing the collection. Um, I have a new boss at work, and um, we had a we had a, a catch up this afternoon, and uh, we got on the call. And the very first thing he said when he when he saw my video come up, he's just like, "Holy shit, we're not going to talk about work anymore." <laughs> like, <laughs> what, is, what is going on on the shelves behind you? And he's like, "Is that a, is that actually a Zoom background behind you?" I was like, "No, I pulled figures off the shelves and I was interacting <laughs> with them." So yeah, um, that like, like I said, I've said before that that often goes over well on calls with Akamai staff because Akamai staff definitely wear their nerd flags on their chest um but you know it's it's nice when other people realize as well yeah so yeah um anyway back to back to eb nobody should buy this figure from eb eb game stuff are lovely give them your money for literally anything else yeah for it's, well it's, i don't know i usually go with jb for my games I think they're about the same price, aren't they? But all, no, also, it's usually like ten dollars cheaper. Um, but also, I, I won't be sending this episode to EB. <laughs> <laughs> send it, send it to JB though. JB Hi-Fi. Yeah, yeah, we'll send it to JB. Um, see all if right. they can sponsor us all with some uh, some new podcasting gear. You should you could do with a camera, Bradley. Yeah, yeah. So we got JB, we got Oh My Primus, and yeah. Robo Toys. Yeah, we'll be doing well for new sponsors next week. It'll do really well. Yeah. Cool. If we do a show next week, just make sure that you download the podcast five hundred times. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, let's let's move on. Let's move on from talking about the bitter disappointment of yeah. Volcanicus's Australian price, and uh, we'll move on to talk about hey, yay. Um, what, Better looking photos from what I showed you of uh, what last week. Oh, def- definitely, yes. So <laughs> we've seen we've seen leaks of these guys coming out uh, all week long. So we are looking at the apparent Studio Series eighty six releases of uh, Hot Rod and Cup, and they are they are definitely designed. They're definitely new characters. They're new figures, right? Yeah. Um, the Hot Rod in particular is turning heads and just getting everyone's panties in a twist because um good lord he looks fantastic there's a lot of there's a lot of there's a lot of people looking at this hot rod and just going holy shit it's better than the masterpiece uh whereas cup uh, i think is not as much of a home run for me but he is a new cup figure and yeah we'll, we'll talk about him we'll talk about him soon uh let's so let's, let's, yeah. <laughs> that's a good picture for cup it kind of it kind of is i i feel like that's intentional i'm not sure um yeah. so hot rod um hot rod the purported studio series 86 which i reckon is just going to become a war for cybertron um i don't think it's going to be a thing i think it's all just yeah war for cybertron we we will see um he's a fantastic looking figure I, i'm pretty sure that he's a deluxe scale figure um New new mold, new design looks very masterpiece like, um, which again is something that we've been saying about the about the beast figures coming out as well. So it's nice to sort of see that applying to some of the G1s. Um yeah, fantastic. Let, let's find the photos of Hot Rod instead of Cup. <laughs> I think that photo we saw of Cup was meant to be a nod to um, you know, when he's being attacked in Quintessa and he's missing his leg. 
Uh, maybe, yeah. And may, yeah. maybe that's actually why the figure is designed that way. You know what? What I, you know what I've done is I've actually brought up the I brought up the cup story that doesn't actually have <laughs> that much of a uh, of uh, hot rod in it. But that's fine. Let's just go with this one. So, so we are so like we we're seeing a lot of a lot of articulation, a lot of options on these uh, on these characters. Hot rod has his welder hand. Um, you can see, actually, you know, you know what? I actually wonder, this hot rod might actually not be a deluxe because yeah, he looks Voyager. like, yeah, I reckon he might be a Voyager because he's got an articulated, he's got hand articulation. His hand open and, open and closes. Look at his, look at his hand on his left arm. Yeah, and Cup looks like he doesn't have hand articulation. Yeah, you can, oh, you can only see one hand, but uh, yeah. Also, Has this we'll been, um... Are there any alt modes of Rodimus? Is this uh, Rodimus Major or Rodimus Prime? Uh, there are. Let me let me just try to bring them up in a different window and then and bring it in. Um, but yeah, I want to say about that cup. I I really like the look of him. Um, that my cup at the moment on the shelf is uh, Sergeant Cup. He just doesn't look like mm -hmm. Cup to me. So oh, you know what? You know what? Sorry, there are there are pictures of of Hot Rod. They're in a, a better thing there. Um, mm -hmm. So he's got the visor as well, and you know, it, oh, this has got a lot of features he, even for a Voyager. He doesn't. He just doesn't look like he's a Voyager size, but he's look. He looks like he's got Voyager features. It could be a another part scout type deal, right? They've been going for this a fair bit recently. You know, just the up the parts count on a lower size figure and yeah. bump it up the scale. Um, yeah, I don't see any issue with it. You know, if it's making a high quality figure for that price then why so not it, it definitely looks good so that he's definitely amazing. so he's definitely he's got he's got the visor over the eyes from that one scene in the movie uh he's yeah. got a bit of hand articulation he's got a non-weird chest design which is the greatest thing for any any hot rod figure um and also like he's he's sort of got the collar design that um eats the the uh, 86 cartoon uh, look for mm. the, the character as well. Um, there's your there's your alt mode, and good lord, that's gorgeous, isn't it? Yeah, that looks great. Like, well, yeah. Again, my Rodimus at the moment is Power of the Primes Rodimus, and he just looks like I've got him in his hot rod mode, and even then, he looks big. Mm. So this um this is certainly on my must get list. <laughs> yeah. There's a, so there's a there's a look at his gun. So you can see there, the hands do open up. Um, and it's like, you know, he's got the ankle tilts as well. Just, oh, I'm going to be so happy when I've got this figure. Mm. Um, so, there, so there is a look at, there is a look. He is, he is a little bit above a deluxe size. Then again, Wheeljack is kind of on the smaller scale yeah. for a deluxe, so, isn't he? So he's, a, so he's a deluxe scale, but he's got some extra features that really belie him out of that class, which might also just lean towards making him a little bit of a little bit more of a special release. Especially with this picture we're seeing. I didn't know he came with a pizza yeah, cutter. The, yeah, there's the pizza <laughs> cutter as well. Um, we've seen the welding arm. There's two guns. Like, this is... this. Does look like a pretty special release. This figure. Don't know whether the blast effects come with it or not. Um, could be cool if they do. But if it can, if that's um, I was gonna say if that's a blast effect from one of the weaponizers, then that's definitely like a large deluxe small Voyager sort hmm. of toy. Yeah. 
just it, it looks fantastic. Like I said, I, I'm I'm going to be so happy when I get this figure in hand. Let's just get, mm. sort of go back to the comparison there. So there's the masterpiece figure on the left, and yep. there's hot rod. On, there's the, the the new the new one on the right. Like everything about the new one looks better than the masterpiece. The 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 wing on the back larger and more pronounced which is really what you want in hot rod like that's that's such a big statement piece for that character's personality they've both got the battle visor um the they've both sort of got the same sort of sweeping proportions on the arms as well but i also find that the i also find that the this the sort of the the transparent stuff at the bottom of the chest is much better on the on the deluxe figure the wow. deluxe like really solves a lot of those chest problems, but it really does. Off piece for me. Like, yeah. At the same time, though, I think um, it looks like they've learned a lot from the masterpiece toy. So I think we should be grateful for the masterpiece toy existing. But I think Absolutely. a lot of people are going to be upgrading to a deluxe, which is weird, isn't it? <laughs> it is. It is weird, but you know, it's twenty twenty. Up is down, left is right, and masterpieces are deluxes. Yeah, and that yeah, um, the masterpiece with the visor—it looks like he's just wearing spectacles. <laughs> yeah, I guess that, that's—I mean—that's the choice that they made when they were doing the um, doing the visor for for that yeah. figure. But you know, um, so yeah, look, very very impressed with this. I'm I'm I will move heaven and earth to pick this figure up and and soon. <laughs> and that Optimus well, Prime. Wonder if I wonder if I can wonder if I can find out where people have been buying this from and see if I can get one off the off the. Uh, <laughs> There's there so there's black obviously a, there's obviously a black market for pre-release figures going to YouTubers, right? So you know, mm-hmm. I, I, I wonder how to get in on that action. We'll find out. <laughs> Next thing you know, Hasbro cracks down on YouTubers getting leaks. Well, they've tried. No, they, they've tried. There's been leaks for the last few months. There's been heavy leaks of all this. All the upcoming stuff in in Kingdom and all of all of this new stuff that we're seeing, this stuff has been leaked. It's been out there for a while, and we know that Hasbro did fire someone from one of their factories in Vietnam for leaking this stuff. Yep. But the floodgates appear to be open. Now let's go back. And let's talk about Cup. Yeah. Yeah. Where Hot Rod is a fantastic representation of the figure, I feel like Cup is really lacking. Um, it's like, like I find, I find that the head design for Cup, they've tried to, they've tried to age the character. And I, I always saw Cup as an older bot, but not an ancient bot. And this, I mean, this Cup looks like he's seen things, man. He looks, he looks like he's just got really prominent cheekbones. Yeah. 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 He's, yeah. He's a model. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to hit them with blue Magnum. Yeah, no, yeah, no. I can, I can kill them with my blue steel. Um, yeah. But the, the thing that, re- the thing that really, really, I don't like is the window design on the chest. Like that's, that is completely out of the blue when it comes to cup. Also, I don't, the I, fact he doesn't have anything sort of behind. Well, he has. Actually, no, his animation model didn't, but his toy does. It's just, but yeah, the windscreen looks. Windscreen looks weird. Yeah. The windscreen looks boxy, and unless there's like a piece missing that's supposed to be over it that is to give it a curved look, um, like uh, the backpack looks lovely, the the limbs and proportions there. But that 
that does not look like G1 Cup to me. Maybe we can, because um, I've got the you know the replacement head for Sergeant Cup with the cigar. Maybe we can replace the head when we get it. Well, maybe I mean, maybe, maybe there'll be it. a new market for replacement heads for Cup. We'll see what happens. <laughs> um, but like, it's not it's not the it's not the it's not the face that's doing it for me. Like it's the, it's the upper chest cup is meant to sort of have a rounder, a rounder body, not a blocky body. So yeah, I don't know in a, in a, in a year and in a line that's meant to be so representative of the, the movie version of the figure. This is a real outlier for me. Well, I mean, at the same time, cup as a toy doesn't really have much to sort of like the Rodimus toy has a lot of previous toys to sort of build upon and better itself on, but Cup, Cup, the, yeah, there hasn't been that many. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think that should matter though. Like that shouldn't stop them being able to do, you know, a Cup as as we would see fit. But um, like, it's possible that there's something here that is a prototype and is you know not yet not yet finished, and that might be why we're looking at this big blocky chest design. Um. I think the face sculpt is probably fairly finished, which is maybe a bit of a shame, but you know, so be it. Um, yeah, other other things looking pretty good, like the the, the feet and the the limbs and the hands. Uh, those are very on model for Cup, but mm. it's just that chest is just. What, what just if hot. about um, like a repro label that made it all one color? Or would that still not do it for you? No, because it's the shape, not the not the texture. Ah. Uh. Okay. So yeah, I, I don't a repro label that uh, a repro label that uh, sort of brought in more of sort of the chest window design from his G one figure would probably do well. But then I don't know how that would look in his um, vehicle mode. There's a there's a few shots of his vehicle mode. So so you see like that chest design very much is you know built to sort of fit where it is there. Yeah, like it's like he's built for his vehicle, uh, his alt mode, but not really for his robot mode. Hmm. Still, that's that good old Cybertronian pickup. So you know, it's uh, the the thing that I like about it, the thing that I like about it is though it's it's more someone from Hasbro. Uh, it's sort of, I mean, we know that we know that uh, most of the bots in the '86 movie were sort of designed by Flo Derry, and um, yeah. Flo didn't really design things to be turned into toys. Very he didn't well. design things to be like realized. Yeah. Uh, and so I feel like this is very much Hasbro just going, hey, if we were going to make a movie toy line this year, and you know, we are, um, this is how we would design Cup. And like, sure, Cup's design was set back in the 80s, but if we were going to do a new one or if we were going to do Cup from scratch now, this is how we'd do him because you have to have that windscreen piece for his pickup truck, otherwise the whole thing doesn't work. Um, mm. So, you know, it's a... Yeah. What, 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 do you, what do you think about Cup Max? Um, I don't get why you don't like him. Uh, you don't I, get why I, I don't like him? Yeah, I, I think he looks quite good. Um, hmm. Maybe I'm just like not attached as attached to the original Cup design, but I'm not oh, saying this is enough. Like, it, hmm. the way I see it, it's just Cup has always had sort of a his design's never been particularly iconic, if that makes sense. Mm. I mean, it's not like a character like Hot Rod where you point to very clear things that stand up about him. Cup's just kind of like, he's... Old. Yeah, <laughs> he's round and he's bluish grey. 
you know. Wait, did, you say, uh, did you say he's round? Well, he, he, he's Who's got very point? round. He's not. <laughs> you know, like, the, his limbs and stuff are all a lot rounder and he doesn't have as many sharp angles as a lot of other designs. Mm. Um, um, there, this is all, this is a cursed image in the contortions of his arm as well. If you look at his left arm, yeah, uh, that's uh, that's a bit of a concern. But yeah, um, and is what is the thing? What is the thing that's in his hand? Is it actually the Energon goodies? Is it the Energon? Yeah, I was snack? wondering what it was it at first, great. but yeah, that's definitely because I thought this photo we're looking at here. I thought it was like a grenade, and he was about to bite the ring out of it, or it's like a mm. walkie-talkie. But no, it's the Energon box that has the Energon goodies in it. Yeah, yeah. So, that, so that's a, that's has a cool that accessory to come up. Look, I'll probably get it anyway. It's just that I, I'm just I'm just not really there for that chest design. That's all. Hmm. At the same time, though, like we were saying, Cup's not very like hasn't had many toys. Like whereas with Rodimus, you can repaint him and re-release re him as anything. Cup. You can't really, can you? Well, I mean, when you say you can Pax. repaint and re-release, oh, Orion packs. <laughs> well, they've already got they've already got Orion packs that are not cut, but yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, uh, you know, cup is cup. I don't think necessarily. I don't think these figures are necessarily actually being built or designed to be repainted. Like they do seem very specifically cup and hot rod. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, like I said, I'll probably get him anyway, but um, I, I might not love him to the same extent as I will love Rodimus as, as if he were one of my. I don't think anyone would love Cup to the extent that they're going to love Rodimus, Jason. Let's mm. be honest. It's true. It's true. Um, interesting looking at this shot, you can sort of see how the shoulders are not quite attached on here as well. It's Like I said, it's possible there's pieces missing from this as well. Who knows? Yeah, it could be pieces missing, mistransformed, or just a design cube, but at the same time, it's a pretty weird design cube. It is. Um, so let's let's move on. Let's move on from this guy. There is one more leaked figure that we should um, talk about quickly, and then it's probably time to end the show because we are well over an hour at the moment, uh, and that is not Volcanicus. It is Scourge. Oh, my goodness. He is so, a sexy herald of Unicron. So once again... Studio Series 86 rumor for Scourge. However, we know Cyclonus is in Kingdom. Why would Scourge <laughs> not be in Kingdom? To get the so, lines together, Jason, cross promotion. <laughs> so, uh, so we don't we don't have an alt mode photo of this. We, we only have this photo and a blurry photo from Cyberpunk <laughs> 14s. Um, so uh, yeah, um, so yeah, yeah uh, the. This is apparently also a Voyager scale figure, so Cyclonus and Scourge should be um, sort of, you know, paired up together like that. Um, yeah. What do you think? Like, to me, he, he looks not necessarily like he's just stepped out of the cartoon, but oh, he looks really close, doesn't he? He looks really... Oh, I mean, again, my... What was that? My Scourge at the moment... Yet. My scourge at the moment is the you know the flying wing from Generations. Um, this one looks really good. Um, I especially extra points for the pink nails. Um, mm, yes, I know, right? Yeah, the nice head sculpt. Touch. The uh, the so collar. Just on, the, on on the pink nails though. Notice mm. that is a, that is actually a very unusual hand design for a um, for a, a Transformer figure. 
I guess it's because they they specifically wanted to accentuate his nails. Yeah. I, I think they did the same thing on the 2010 Generations one too. Hmm. No, they, they were solid round circles for the the flying wing. Is that the one you meant? Yeah. I, 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 must think I, I, do, I do recall seeing the, the, the sort of the pink accents on the, the nails, yeah. but, it, but I think it was still a, a solid round mold. But um, having like an open hand on a retail figure is a bit unusual. No, there have been a few, but yeah, it's at, at the same time, it's um, not common. Mm. Um, yeah, this looks really nice. I like how he's got sort of like double wings. Well, it mm -hmm. looks like the wings sort of fold out, and then at the same time, you've got the vehicle mode wings on the back. So, yep. yeah, the the head sculpt, the collar, the chest, I, just everything. I, I feel like there's a I feel like there's a distinct effort from Hasbro for people to look at this and just go, oh, he's not a shell former. <laughs> I'm just, he's, I'm oh, just, he's not He's not actually a shell former. There's just two pieces of shell on his back. I'm just wondering if uh, Hasbro might finally do an official toy of Grand Scourge, you know, when he has the Matrix in him. Or people could just buy this and have it say Grand Scourge because he looks Who knows? Who knows? I mean, all they really need is a little poo emoji, don't they? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh wait, no, that was something else, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, they can still they you know you can still you can still add that onto this one. Um, right. Early days, yeah, we're going to see more of this. There's not there's not that much to see here. Like I said, there's only these sort of two photos. Um, <laughs> it's like the elusive it. scourge. We got him set up, and then he ran away. <laughs> he ran. He ran really fast. So we got a blurry pic. Um, yeah. Again, looks looks fantastic. Um, I'm more predis predisposed to like Cyclonus after the sort of the treatment that he's been given in the comics, but you can't have one without the other. So, um, no. you know, Scourge will be along for the ride as well. Um, speaking of sort of face sculpts and stuff, as we have that face sculpt looks fantastic as well. He's got sort of the the darker Moan evil goatee, uh, and I'm pretty sure he's got glowing red eyes there as well. So um, I know Cyclonus has been portrayed as the brooding. He's like the dark, honourable warrior in the comics, isn't he? Uh, yeah. Small, small, small interruption here. Go on. No, because um, I'm not too familiar with Cyclonus in the modern comics. How is he portrayed? And is Scourge not in there at all? Uh, yeah, he's sort of like he's very prideful, like like you're sensitive, like a noble warrior type. He's like really. Um, he, he's quite stoic, and he sort of you see his character break down over time and open up to people. Okay, so he's really he's he's a very significant departure from G One Cyclonus, but in quite a good way. Where he still comes off as this you know intimidating, fierce character, but there's like there's some real complexity to him. Uh, and Scourge isn't really much of a factor in the comics at all. Okay, I think Scourge, was he Scourge not been seen in the comics, but um, Cyclonus had a very distinct arc. There. Wait, okay. are we talking about the new IDW or old IDW? I think in old IDW, wasn't he part of the Dead Universe? Oh, uh, yes, yeah, so I think both of them were, and then Cyclonus sort of got away from all that. Okay, and then so Scourge isn't really that prominent in the comics. No, he was sort of um. I think it's like, I think he died, but it's 
Like no, I, no I one actually, I actually can't remember what what Scourge, what happened to Scourge in the first <laughs> IDW universe. I don't know. Like, I think it was didn't Whirl kill him? Maybe. I'm gonna look let's it up find, now. Let's find. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'm already. I'm way ahead of it. I'm already. I'm already <laughs> it's just because, yeah, like, like I was saying, I'm not familiar with the comics, but I know that Cyclonus is portrayed as an honorable warrior, sort similar to how he was in the G1 cartoon, yet much more stoic and honorable in the comics. But I'm not at all familiar with Scourge in the comics. I don't like. I'm pretty sure he was like. Um, wasn't he like an army in the dead universe? Like he just kept making clones of himself or something? Or was that another character I'm thinking of? I don't know. Scourge in, uh, in the art, I've had to, I've had to look it up because like, I can't <laughs> remember um, so Scourge was sort of an older character like Cyclonus, um, uh. but was, um, and I think Cyclonus and Scourge were both, both, um, both went into the dead universe, but um, things went, Things went very different for uh, for Scourge, but um, the, the it's an interesting note on TF Wiki actually. They said um, Shane McCarthy originally envisaged Scourge as being the Decepticon equivalent of Cup, so sort of like the the old warrior who's seen a lot. Um, but apparently Hasbro vetoed vetoed the idea. So huh. yeah, that would have been interesting. But uh, yeah, definitely interested in this toy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely interested in the toy. That's that is correct. Have you have um, you guys seen um the Japanese Headmasters TV series? No. The cartoon. Uh um Cyclonus and Scourge are you know they're heralds of Unicron, they're built up really big in the movie. In Japanese headmasters, they are two bumbling oafs. <laughs> Always so that's ba- get- but that's basically season three. No, actually, in season three, they are competent. Mm. They are dark and moody. In this one, in Headmasters, they are bumbling. They can't do anything right. They keep they're trying. Not, they're, they're not Takara's characters. Well, yeah, I know, but it's just a vast difference to what you're telling me about them in their comics as to how they're portrayed in the Headmasters animation. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, a lot of, a lot of characters have got very different um, treatment from Headmasters, yeah. especially, like, especially characters like Star Saber and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's, look, let, let's move on. I do have a couple of other stories to cover off quickly. Um, one Which statue is, story are we covering? <laughs> we're, not, we're not talking about statues, but we are going to talk about water pistols. <laughs> um, I don't know. What, squirt, squirting on Brad's parade with a water pistol. <laughs> yes. Um, man, we talk about Brad so much, but he's not, he's never on the podcast. Um, so, uh, this the company has a, has announced a fully licensed <laughs> replica of G1 Megatron as a water pistol. Um, Bradley, you were talking about, you were talking about Beast Wars Megatron having a water pistol in his mouth earlier. Um, yeah. So, um, Look, a lot of a lot of us might look at this and just go, "Well, that's a stupid idea." But um, bear in mind, it is not designed for the Australian market. I, this this thing would get banned in a heartbeat in yeah, Australia. Yeah, I was just going to say, I can see lots of robberies happening with this being used. I don't know about that. Like it, like it, it's very obviously pl- fake and plastic. Um, but yeah, the so it's it's not <laughs> it's not for australia it is for a, it is for a market and a, and a country where you actually can walk down the road with a megatron in gun mode walk past the cops and the cops will not execute you on site so like <laughs> it is it is all right um but yeah um 
water pistol version of Megatron. I don't really know why, but I, I just wanted to I just wanted to put it in just for shock value, I guess. Uh, six hundred is it six hundred and twenty-five millimeters? It says so. That's what that's six, is that sixty-two. Six, that's 62, centimeters. sixty-two centimeters, probably including the from the the silence to the yeah. The, I, don't know, think, I don't think I don't think that'll be yeah. the gun. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so there you go. Um, and I'm not sure if that artwork is uh, new of Megatron down the bottom right corner as well. But hmm. That looks pretty cool. But, yeah, so obviously non-transforming water gun. Uh, looks like, what, 20 February 2021? It does look like that. I don't know if there's... I don't know what we're looking at, if that's a price difference of seven 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 hundred perhaps for a special edition uh, or seven thousand sorry, seven thousand seven hundred or seven thousand. I don't know if that's its price or not. Um maybe one's really... online and one's in store. Maybe, maybe. Um so what, what's that? What's that price? That's ninety four dollars. Jesus Christ. For a water gun? <laughs> For a sixty, really let me nice. just said it's a sixty-three centimeter water gun. <laughs> yeah, of course. What what I want to know is if if the core of the water gun is actually like the 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 handgun itself, and you attach the silencer, what happens to the water? Like, does it does the silencer somehow enhance the water shooting capability? <laughs> It'd be funny, like you you're squirting someone, and then you put the silencer on, and the water just is not weak. It just dribbles out, out at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, it's it's I I don't I don't know I don't know what goes on with that. Um, but you know what? I also don't care. <laughs> I'm not I'm not going to import this to answer that question and get myself arrested. So. I think the uh, the best thing about this is just that artwork. That looks like a really amazing artwork, but it does. I, like I'm sure, I'm sure someone will point out that uh, the artwork was used on something else already. But uh, yeah, that's yeah. I, I I don't I don't mind it at all. It looks good. It looks nice. Um, yeah. Funko has actually done the thing that I said they should do for years, uh, which is release G1 versions of uh, characters as pop vinyls, like. These things will these things will legit fly off the shelves. They're twenty bucks. There's uh, Optimus, Bumblebee, Jazz, Soundwave, Megatron. There is a Jetfire, but it's a Funko exclusive. And there's also a Metallic Optimus and a uh, Sound Blaster um, as as well. So there's a lot of lot of figures coming out in this, the first wave. I don't know if I'm going to buy them. Like You're that. going to get them, Jason. No, like. Legit, I don't think I don't think I'm going to. <laughs> Wasn't that my little Optimus you got? Wasn't that a pop thing, or is that something different? No, I don't know. What, don't know what you mean. Wait, <laughs> um, wait. Do you mean? Do you mean? A, is there? A, there's a. There's a mighty mug. Is that what you mean? No. No, I don't know. Um, yeah, no. So I haven't ordered these. I don't think I'm going to because I just don't think I need them. Like, also, like pops are around for years. Like, if I decide I want them, then I, I can probably get it. Um, yeah, but uh, you know, if you if you do want them, um, you can head over to Pop Culture. I think EB Games has them as well. However, we also already bagged out EB Games earlier. So <laughs> um, head on over to Pop Culture, and I will be sending this episode to Pop Culture. <laughs> Following up on uh, last week's stories of uh, of the the combined gift set for Studio Series Devastator, 
we do actually have in-hand photographs of it and a size comparison of the box versus the uh, last couple of years of Titans. So Studio Series Devastator is bigger than the Titan last couple of years Titan boxes. Um, I've got the and, Titan box here. <laughs> yeah, well, it's bigger than that. Yeah. Um, and uh, sort of there's a very, very poor look at what's inside because I think this photo is upside down. Um, a couple, there's, a, there's a, some bits stuck to the cardboard. There's a bit, some bits in the plastic tray. And oh, they're going to need a separate instruction sheet on how to, you know, how some instruction sheets these days they say how to get it into their mode from the packaging. Mm, it's going to need yes. to be like a, another second, another instruction booklet just to get them from that to, you know, another mode. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, it's almost in combined form, which is probably where most of them are going to sit. I don't know. Um, yeah. Also, it looks like it does actually have a, a battle background. Uh, scene behind it, you can sort of see the the red, the red yeah. um, thing for it to stand on uh, there, and the the sort of the the um, pyramids behind it, which impressive. Um, maybe a little too short. I don't know. We'll see. Does it come with a scrotum, Jason? I believe it does. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm not, there are I'm a not few sure. accessories there. <laughs> no, may, may, yeah, maybe, maybe. Sorry, it might be a third party um, add-on that uh, <laughs> people are actually. There, there are people talking about the the two wrecking balls that I don't think come with it, but I think mm. people are readily purchasing them to add on. Uh, the the most the most mocked part of Revenge of the Fallen has become the must-have accessory of twenty twenty. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, I look forward to maybe Max showing that off. Max, are you, Max, are you going to buy yourself a Devastator? Uh, it's movie Devastator. Don't need to say much else. <laughs> Confused. Is that a yes or no? You, you, seem, to, you, seem, you seem to have become shrouded in darkness there. Are you, are you having like a power blackout or something? <laughs> That's because my dog's here and um, she gets upset at me if I leave the lights on. Uh, well, I, I mean, I it's, it's nice that you're having uh, electrical problems instead of internet problems. <laughs> this is true. This is true. It's it's a rarity. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's ready. Um, now that you've said it, Bradley, we haven't made it to the end of the episode with Max's internet connection intact. We have gone well over our usual time, though. This is true. This is true. That's probably a good sign to get the uh, get the news share out and return to our talking heads configuration. Shall we? Uh, shall we talk about some acquisitions? Um, I've yeah. got Scorponok and two collectors cards because I mm. got my collectors club package this week, and I was like. Yay. Yeah, well, so we'll talk about that. We'll talk about club memberships, but the uh, we'll just point out that the artwork on the cards is uh, is created by uh, our Melbourne, our Melbourne-based friend Justin Masaru, who does absolutely fantastic, um, fantastic Transformers artwork, and he has been responsible for the the collectors' cards artwork for a few years for us now. Um, not all of them. The first couple of first couple of years were done by someone else, but. Um, uh, yeah, Justin is fantastic, and I will be sending this episode of the podcast to him for the future sponsorship. <laughs> Excellent. But, yeah, glad to finally be a, uh, an official member of the Collectors Club. And, yeah. <laughs> fantastic. And so uh, so your acquisitions for the week are Scorponok? Scorponok, yes. I got him over the weekend. I still haven't 
transformed him yet. He's been my co-host uh, on Twitch the last week. And um, yeah, he's just completely amazing. I've done pictures of him on Twitter with uh, G1 Fort Max, his G1 self, and uh, Black Zarek as well. And uh, yeah, still haven't transformed him yet. I'm hopefully going to be transforming him over the weekend and then getting my um, Hasbro Is RC. It- this is how the Titans work these days, right? Like you need to schedule in a window of time to transform them. <laughs> like I haven't yeah. had time to do it yet, but I'm hoping that I'm hoping that there's a window from two to four p.m. Sunday. <laughs> the um, the instructions are pretty okay. Yeah, bloody hell! Um, that was. Yeah. Did you? How did you hear that? What? How did you hear my sneeze? That was oh, weird. Did you? Oh, did you hear me sneeze or did you just see me move? No, I didn't hear anything. Okay, good. (laughs) Right, no, that's good because I muted my microphone so that you wouldn't hear me sneeze. And then when I sneezed, someone said, oh, my God. And I was... Oh, no, I think it was just because I was showing off the instructions. Okay, good. I guess I'm still still not on the um, (laughs) central view yet, by the way. You're not because every time time I do that, you complain that I leave you there. Well, yeah, that's your fault. (laughs) That's That's mine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no, that's fair. We needed widescreen to see the instructions. That's okay. Yeah. So there, there's the instructions. He, uh, like we were saying for Studio Series Devastator, he come does come with instructions uh, when you first get him out of the box and how to attach his tail. Um, I think I've done them correctly. Um, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty cool. Um, what I really like about this over the G1 toy though is the G1 toy. Like, just consists of... Hang on, I'll get him out. Yeah. G1 toy just consists of, um, like, this is the head and the rest is just a scorpion head. For this, the whole thing is his head and also his scorpion mode head, if I can just get it out here. There we go. So, yeah, that's his scorpion mode head. You can see, like, the red eyes. Mm, Yeah. Oh, wow. And um, so in... um, city mode this whole unit just sits inside the city mode like it doesn't actually stay on here like it does with a g1 toy it just sits in the middle and you build over it <laughs> I, I, gotta, I gotta say that so titan scorpionock um mm. he does seem to be the probably the best received of uh the titans that i've seen like people are really into him and they're really enjoying the figure and it makes me makes me really glad um I am waiting until he becomes cheaper. But yes, it's um, it's just because it's been over thirty-five years, and to finally get a Scorpion that can stand toe to toe with Fort Max, like an official, yeah, absolutely Scorpion. Because yeah. you saw the picture I did on Twitter with the G One Scorpion, and how he's only up to like here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so yeah, it's just nice to finally have a Scorpion that can stand toe to toe with Fort Max. So, agree, um, agree. I'm happy. Um, he also takes nods from the Headmasters um, Japanese show, so that's an extra win for me. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I look forward to getting Fast Track, and I'm praying that this will be repainted into Black Zarak. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Well, we're getting I, a Black Zarak YouTube. Yeah, I, just, I, feel like, I, feel like, I feel like people are misreading the inspiration of that figure is a confirmation that they're going to repaint Scorpion off. But well, I'm not saying as a saying it's a confirmation or anything. I'm just yeah, the eternal mm. optimist, I guess. 
Yeah, it's hope, just hope like does spring eternal. All the yeah. title repaints have been a bit of a letdown so far, so I wouldn't be another reason I'd like to see um a black Zarat repaint is just because I've got the um the Grand Maximus repaint of Hasbro Fortress Maximus. So it'll be nice to have those opposites standing side by side as well. <laughs> but that's um that's me for the week. Um Titan Class Scorponok. Haven't transformed him yet. He does have fewer accessories than the G1 self, but at the same time, it's nice to have a uh, Scorponok that can stand toe-to-toe with Fort Max. And also, the head mode does transform into what looks like Zarak from the Headmasters, and his it head does. does not like to stay on. <laughs> <laughs> off but with yeah, his head. Me. Yeah, off with his head. <laughs> Max, how, uh, how are you doing for acquisitions there? You, you didn't fill in much in the sheet. I forgot to fill in the sheet, but I do oh, have no, some. No, no, you did say it was KOMP44. Sorry? You did fill oh, in no, the sheet. That show. was a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, that was a couple of weeks ago. Uh, this is no. totally different. This is uh, Generation Select Centurion. Ah, yes. Ah. I recall was up for raffle in the TCCA Facebook group the other week, yep. and I just happened to have won it, which I'm not about to complain about because it is an excellent little package. So, first and foremost, I'll shill that and say if you want to try and win some figures it it's worked out for me um so give it a crack in a tcca group it'll go to support the club um and the figures that they're putting up are really really solid uh centurion here i love him to bits it's you know this figure itself isn't the main draw of a package but it's excellent you know transformation is a bit of a non-factor but, you know, he breaks apart into all his little weapon segments and everything. He's decently So he posed. basically transforms like everyone in Age of Extinction. Yeah, basically. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, he's, he's G1 AOE. But it looks like the spitting image of those Centurions from the comic. Um, and it's it's hard to see on camera or in photos, but there's this nice sort of like, subtle fading to a lot of the paint on him. Mm. Uh, so he's he's just like a flat grey figure, but he comes across as really classy uh, because there's a few areas of paint fading and then lots of little details picked out to just make it feel a bit premium. Yeah, it does. Uh, so and of course, the grey version of him makes him look more like a Cylon as well. Yeah, it, it's a really subtle little figure. Um, you know, it, it's not it's not a really iconic character or anything, but it just it's a nice addition. Uh, mm. But that is not the main draw to the set. The main draw is this bag of stuff here. Um, yeah, it's it's the bag of stuff that comes in the box, yeah. inside the box. It takes, half a box is taken up by just this bag of everything you could want. Um, I won't go through everything, but, you know, it's that... I'm sure you guys probably all know it. It's where Hasbro just decided to cram in as many, you know, iconic weapons and accessories into one box as they could. So yeah. you got stuff like... Um, you know, your Megatron's Mace, uh, Ravage Cage, uh, Jetpack, you know, all the uh, different weapon modes like Megatron Gun Mode, Shockwave Gun Mode, Sandwaves, Cassette Mode, a tiny little Optimus Prime minifigure, uh, Energon Cubes, Optimus's Rifle. So the, so the, the tiny little Optimus is made to be in scale with the Unicron figure that's coming next year. However, um, Optimus never met Unicron. Yeah. <laughs> I guess it could be a comic thing then, maybe. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> but yeah, th- these are all really excellent. Um, 
it's such a cool idea for a set. I uh, really, really love what I went to or the, the effort of doing this. Um, and it's not like they're sort of half-assed it either. Like there's a decent, you know, it's not it's just simple chunks of plastic. You know, there's like, there's variations in color on a few of them. You know, they, they, they're obviously not you know, high quality, like collector's pieces or anything, you're nothing too fancy, but you know, your sound waves got a bit of paint. You can disassemble ravage cage. Um, you know, there's little bits of sculpted detail on the mace and all that. Um, so for what could be just a bag of throwaway little bits and pieces to stick on your figures, they've actually gone to quite a bit of effort there. And I really, I'm really happy with what they've done. Yeah, I, I I feel I'm I'm quite I'm quite impressed that they went to the effort that they went to with the the accessory set. I feel like the accessories haven't all worked out for the best. Like I feel like the prime gun is maybe a little bit too long now. Um, yeah, people have been saying that. Yeah, and some some of the some of them, it's like oh great, you've given me a you've given me a piece of plastic that looks like a Megatron gun, but it's you know it's not black. The shockwave isn't. They could have just made the shockwave purple, but it's it's grey. And so, yeah, yeah, yeah wave. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's actually Astro Magnum, yes. Yeah, <laughs> but um, I guess the general thing with that set is, you know, they could have made it just like, okay, here's a couple of things, like uh, there's a couple of guns, like Prime's rifle, um, and Megatron's alt mode, and Sandwave cassette, and you know, cool that a day. But they've just gone ahead and made like this. There's a lot of stuff in here. I didn't count the entire set, but there's a lot here. You know, it's um, they didn't go to a half measure, but actually really seem to have crammed as much in as they possibly could. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's great! And uh, congratulations, congratulations on being the uh, the winner for the raffle. We will talk about raffles and the like uh, shortly. Um, I'm going to go through my acquisitions fairly quickly because I've already posted them on Facebook and stuff and. Um, a lot of them. I just uh, quickly show you. this is Zarak yeah. in his robot mode. There we go. Looking very, very. Zarek-y. He does look. He does look very, very much like uh, the 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 sort of the classic Zarak design that you used to. I think he's more from the comics, actually. Uh, this is just uh, from the Headmasters. Well, that's where uh, I know it from, anyway. Yeah. And um, also, he does have a bit of part swarming, which I thought the uh, horns just stay on the side of his head, but. According to the instructions, you pop them off and you just stick them onto his backpack. Yeah, and, right. Uh, yeah, less of a, so a bit more of an involved transformation, but uh, yeah, still no, happy to fine. have a Japanese headmaster's Zarak. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fantastic. Uh, all right, I'm going to go. It's my it's it's my turn. I'm going to go through these fairly quickly. Um, so I had a bit of a seeker week. Um, I got the. The Cybertronian villain um, seekers from Earthrise. That's uh, Thundercracker and Skywarp. Uh, and he's not going to be listening, but a massive thank you to uh, Instagram's Copperbot Shots uh, for supplying those for me. He actually went out to a Target store in the US and bought them and sold them to oh, me at wow. cost price. So um, very, very grateful to him for, for that. He's a lovely guy. Um, I've also got the the Earthrise Seeker Elites, uh, the 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 two-pack with uh, Dirge and Ramjet that has come Ooh. out a couple of weeks ago. That has arrived. I've got Ramjet here. You can sort of see if I do the TV Weather Girl thing. You've got the you've got the villains there and you've got Dirge on the shelf over there as well. Of course, uh, we are waiting for Thrust, who has yet to yet to turn up 
but might turn up. Who knows? I reckon he might end up I in the We have seen a thrust. Um, it, he was leaked alongside Cyclonus and uh, Maverick. So, yeah, mm. we have seen a thrust. I'm pretty sure that there is one. Actually, you know, I might be telling a lie. I feel like we've seen it, but I feel like someone may have photoshopped it recently to make it a make it a fake. But um, thrust has been seen. The name has been seen in various leaks as, as coming out. But, you know, you you, you wouldn't be doing it without having it. Couldn't he? he could be, yes. Yeah, that, that's possible, as uh, PulseCon is happening over the weekend. Um, mm. Also got uh, this wonderful little... Wonderful little woman from Headmasters Junior, um, uh, Minerva, or as she's now known by fans' hobby, uh, Athena. Um, mm -hmm. Really, really nice figure. Except <laughs> no, no, that's fine. That's, so that, so. <laughs> I was going to say, anyone listening to the audio of this. <laughs> that was so she, does, she does come with two guns and one clips onto the, onto the spot. On her on her waist, and that was what fell off because I, I uh, watched it. Um, but yeah, no, really nice, really intuitive transformation. I got sort of about seventy percent through it without without sort of needing to go to the instructions. Um, and uh, she is, of course, a headmaster as, as well. Was, um, the original figure was a headmaster junior, and she also comes with. Uh, well, I don't. Yeah, you can't really. How do I do this? If I hold it down, she does come with the the stats. Oh, stats cool. bars in the chest, although they don't really, they're not really colored or colored for anything. Um, but yeah, no, that's really cool. And she's a, she's a really she's a really nice nice looking figure. She's, Things don't necessarily tab in where they should on this. Um, I feel like I feel like I expect better of fans' hobby after seeing things like Power Baser. So this is this is definitely a step down from there, but it it is a pretty nice looking figure nonetheless. Those um, um, stats, are they, is that a sticker or do they actually move when you put the headmaster in? Uh, they do move. They actually move as you open the chest up. In fact, there, I can, oh. I can pull that out and I can show that there. If I, if no. I hide, then maybe it'll focus on <laughs> that instead of me. But, yeah, so um, where's my camera? There we are. So, yeah, you can sort of see as the, as the chest piece closes up, they move. Maybe. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, it, it's 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 clever. Um, she's a really nice looking figure. Um, like I said, just maybe a, maybe a little bit disappointing in terms of the the quality and having everything tab in. Um, otherwise, got a very fun couple of little figures um, in Slitherfang, the uh, the the Transformers version of Cobra. Um, <laughs> Slitherfang actually, considering the photographs that we've seen, just have him sort of facing straight forward. He's got quite a lot of articulation. Like the head moves, the head sort of tilts up and down, and that's pretty much about it. And I think the 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 little what am I doing? The little tail ends up moving a little bit as well. So um, oh, nice. surprising amount surprising amount of movement in there. Um, and yeah, no, he's a he's a, a nice looking little snake, and uh, also also got this character who is. I don't know. I, I don't know. I can't really remember who he is, but um, yeah, he turns into some turns into some kind of a gun in this version. I am talking about Rung. Um, pizza cutter. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, the, the the pizza cutter. I believe the. I actually quite like the fact that this this figure's alt form, while they've stuck an effects part on him to make him sort of a weapon, 
Mm. His alt form is actually sort of in keeping with his alt form in the comics, where it's just sort of a big ornament. <laughs> Isn't he meant to be like a matrix maker? Or is that like he doesn't transform for that's that? A of, that's a bit of a spoiler for the comics. I'm not going to tell you. You're going to have to, you're gonna have to <laughs> read the comics for that. Um, I'll just look yeah, it up on the wiki. Yeah, yeah. You get, sorry, you're going to have to read the comics or read the wiki page. Um, yeah. However, I will just say it's much more satisfying if you read the comics. Yeah, okay. um so yeah uh, so those are my those are my acquisitions for the week my cat is about to make a fuss and yeah I just saw i saw his ear on one side and now i'm seeing his tail on the other yeah yeah the tail the tail is here because he's about to jump off the desk um <laughs> so yeah let, let's uh so very quickly like we are horribly over time it's going to be a bumper episode and, and um it'll probably take about three weeks for brad to edit this one we apologize brad um club news uh it is it is a new membership year for, for the club now. We do have memberships up. Membership this year is $10. For $10, you will get a member pack, which includes those two collector cards that Bradley showed off earlier, a faction badge for your car slash motorbike slash fridge slash other electrical appliances, um, and a and a, a bumper sticker that is uh, specific to the faction that you've selected. It's either the uh, Megatron made me do it or this vehicle's frequently stopping and rolling out Autobot badge uh, or Autobot uh, sticker. Um, this year we are also, we're trying to help people out with um, freight forwarding. So if people are signed up as members of the club and they want to get access to some US exclusives, um, hit me up and have a bit of a chat. And um, we, do have a, we do have a variety of ways for you to get things from overseas sellers into the country it's not always it's not always cheap but um getting an exclusive and paying for it is better than not getting an exclusive right so mm. um that's pretty much yeah, that's pretty much how we look at it um we do have a few group buys going for uh things that are coming on amazon later in the year i think the next one the next one up is the Autobot alliance pack which is coming in november and then in december there's the paradron medics Pack. Now, the the Paradron Medic Pack is actually apparently one of five, so I think we might see more of them announced this weekend as well. Mm. we'll we will see how we go. Um, so, look, club membership. It's a little bit. It, it is a little bit different this year. Um, it's a. It's kind of a new club. Um, things are being run by myself, Simon, and Chris, and not not everything is the same as it was for for setup and stuff for the club in years gone by. Um, but, uh, you know, we're, we're doing our best to sort of make things a bit of a smooth transition. So if I, I would say if, I mean, I would like to appeal to people who are listening to the podcast, if the club has helped you out in the past, if, if we've kept you safe from a, you know, some kind of a, some kind of a scammer by not letting them into the buy, sell trade group, if we've given you some enjoyment and something to do, uh, while you're enjoying your Transformers fandom online, uh, or if you, you know, if you've come up to us at a convention um, and and met us and joined the club through there, um, please do consider supporting the club. The ten dollar donation goes to the club running fee, running fees and running costs. Ten percent of revenue that we come in that comes in the door this year is also going to the Royal Melbourne. The, well, I'll say this ten times fast: the Melbourne Royal Children's Hospital. And the reason we've chosen them as the, a charity to support is because a lot of people who are in the club do have young families, and so. The, the Children's Hospital is something that we felt connected very well with uh, our audience and our members. So when you see us run a raffle, 10% uh, of whatever we get from that raffle, and that's 
not profit, that's revenue. So when we say that we're going to, there's going to be a hundred tickets at five five dollars each. When we sell those those hundred tickets, that's five hundred dollars. It's a little bit less if people use PayPal um, goods and services. Uh, that money, ten percent of that, goes to the Royal Children's Hospital. We're not pulling any ten percent of profits or anything like that. Straight up. 10%, you can see how much money comes in the door because you can see how many people buy how many people buy tickets. 10% of membership revenue also going to the hospital. I think it's a I think it's a it's fantastic. I've, we've done things before for the Royal Children's Hospital, like we've done a toy drive and things like that. But um, I think it's really I think it's really good that we're actually in a position where we can say, hey, uh, we're going to take this we're going to take this revenue and we're going to slice a chunk off it, no matter what happens. It's going to go to the Royal, Royal Melbourne, the Royal Children's Hospital. I keep stumbling over that. Um, so yeah, uh, if you believe in if you believe in um, that as a good thing to do, uh, if you like participating in our raffles, if if we benefited you in any way, please do consider becoming a, a member of the club. Now you can find information on how to do it at transformerscca.com. Uh, and if you're in our Facebook group, you can message the Transformers Collectors Club of Australia Inc. Facebook page, and uh, the there's a bot that runs on on the page messenger account, and I'll give you all of the information that you need to sign up as a member. Right now that that is done, uh, we are now we're now at about an hour and forty five minutes, so we are horribly over time. It is time to end the show. Um, Thank you for listening, everyone. If you are watching along with the live recording, I have seen a few people sort of dropping in and out. It is a Friday night. We appreciate your time watching us. Um, we appreciate that you all have something better to do, unless you're in Victoria. So maybe the people watching <laughs> on Friday night are Victorians. Uh, we do apologise, and we hope you guys get out of a lockdown very soon. Uh, to find out more about these stories, uh, there will be links in the show notes and... Uh, those are posted to the Podbean site, which is transformersweekly.podbean.com. They're on the Transformers Weekly Facebook page, and uh, they'll be in the in the downloaded episode when you come up. Uh, all three of us uh, in the Transformers Collectors Club Australia group on Facebook. You can find Max at Max Enough Cult on Twitter, and you can find Brad at Groovy Guy with double zeros and um, is it Groovy Guy with double zero and six nine on the end of your Twitter? Yes, <laughs> Groovy Guy sixty nine with double zero and six nine. Um, and you find me on Twitter at JM77 as well. Uh, if oh, you're not I'm right, change that shill. I'm sorry. I'm trying to gear my Twitter more towards work-related stuff. Um, All right. So if well, you're looking for more sort of nerdy and pop culture type things, then I am at Mean Cryptum on Twitter at the moment. Oh, okay. Well, I'm going to have to, I'll have to, I'll have to give you a follow. Yeah. That's yeah. It's, always, it's always nice finding out these things live, Max. Thank you. Yeah, sorry. I entirely forgot to mention that, mostly because my uh, co-workers and uni lecturers follow me on Twitter. So I try and avoid um, giving away certain details. Fair enough. That's gone well then. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's also great that um, this week, more than more than any other week, I chose to actually at the uh, presenters of the podcast on Twitter before the uh, the live broadcast started. <laughs> yeah, this has worked out really well for us. Um, anyway, we'll look, those, those we'll put, we'll put all that info up on the uh, the show notes. If you want to follow us, have a bit of a chat. Uh, the easiest thing to do is find us in Transformers Collectors Club Australia group on Facebook. Uh, you can find the podcast on iTunes, Pocket Casts, YouTube, more. If you're listening this far into the podcast, you've probably downloaded it already. So that's fine. Um, we are a production of Transformers Collectors Club Australia, a registered club in Victoria, run by volunteers donating their time and money to make the club better for everyone. 
We want to connect Transformers fans around the country. We do it by engaging the community and finding things for people to do, especially in lockdown and all things all week round. Uh, you can find out more information about our membership at transformerscca.com. That is it from us. Um, Bradley, what's your Twitch address? Uh, Twitch.tv slash TheGroovyGuy0069. I also like to add that it's my birthday on Sunday, and I'll be doing a Sunday birthday stream. But this by the time you hear this, Sunday. <laughs> I just yeah. realized it's your same birthday. So happy birthday, Brad. Happy birthday. <laughs> so you can find you can find you can find Bradley on twitch.tv. Just look for the big pair of legs with the scorpionock in between them. <laughs> with, the, with the stinger in between them. <laughs> <laughs> that is it from us. We'll be back with more Transformers news next time. We'll I reckon I reckon maybe next week if the Hasbro yeah. Pulse um, You know, you know what? There will be news from PulseCon to talk about. And yeah, we'll see. We probably should have another episode next week for you. All right. Thanks I mean, well, for this thanks one's gone over just to make up for all the missed episodes. It's true. Yeah, that's very true. All right. Thank you for listening, everyone. Thank you for watching. We will see you next time. Goodbye. Bye. Shall we go? All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. 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 I, I feel like this is. I feel like this is like. Um, this is like people uh, like working out before a boxing match. Yeah. 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 Men. I think we're getting, we're getting, getting into we're getting into beast mode for the uh, the uh, upcoming kingdom. Line, aren't we? Uh, nice segue. Yeah. <laughs>